0: cliffcentral.com Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com.
1: Welcome back to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central. What a really, really good conversation. You, you know, what's remarkable, uh, remarkable, blah blah blah, about different industries is actually the similarities that exist in all of our journeys. Um, and that was a really nice uh, conversation. Thank you for, for insisting that we have the, the Red Bull Amapico Film Fest individuals come into the studio.
2: And just quickly, Gareth, just mean just because you're a creative. Doesn't mean that you can't have Business tools and business skills And just be a business visionary And leave a business legacy So it always is about the business of film
1: Yeah, absolutely, you're absolutely right And let's, now yeah, let's, let's move into this half of the conversation And really what we I think there's going to be a, a nice link here But we're talking about branding and rebranding And so we've got some interesting guests in the studio We'll ask them to introduce themselves they, we, we could have pulled some people in, in here Where, you know, it's a brand consultant they we're going to tell us X, Y, and Z equals do, a good do, brand. Do, do, yeah. um, but we've got some very different perspectives um, in the room here, to, or in, in the studio here today. Who should we start with? The Rose. The Rose. We always have to start with the Rose. Pritesh, welcome. Sorry, Pr- <laughs> And I was like, you see, I'm, kidding. "I'm kidding." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm going to sit here quietly. That's going to work well." Well, well, well shall we'll we? Uh, well, let's, let's let's let you sit quietly for a minute. you see welcome. I was just Hi. kidding. I'm just kidding. You were kidding <laughs> with me before. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Who who are you, and why should we be listening to you?
3: Um. My name is Lusanda Kula-Worsley. Um, I'm a strategist. I'm a creative and Love it. and I am the founder and MD of Africa's first-owned innovations agency. Wow! Um, okay. Wow! I think we'll get more detailed into what exactly that is.
1: Well, well give us a look, give us the thirty-second picture right right here.
3: Okay. Cool. Um, so basically, I it is a part. Advertising agency, part business developers and part networking collective, um specifically for African creatives, and yeah, I think
2: that's that's no, really about no, that's nice. a nice love it but love it. I checked out British. the website; it is hot. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: How do you feel about the the guest that's sitting next to you here? I think it is awesome because we're an innovations agency as well. But as I mentioned, we're we were chatting off air. Okay. Uh, so let me start. My name is Preetia. Hello. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the chief innovation analyst at a company called Product of the Year, but we are a global organization and we came to South Africa purely because this innovation that needs Mm. to to be pure South African innovation or African innovation just did not exist in the way it needed to. Mm. And because of that, we launched it to try and stimulate innovation and to find that other people enjoy this and other people are part of this is fantastic and it's great. Mm.
2: For me, uh, guests, welcome to the show and uh, founder. Uh, Gareth, the only wh- reason that I would want to rebrand my business would be because the message that it initially started office is not speaking to me anymore as the owner, and it's not speaking of to the customers anymore. Right or wrong, when should you rebrand your business?
0: Should I happen? Should so, so yes, this is,
2: let's, okay. go. let's go kids, let's, so, play. let's so, play. So let's
0: look at like this, I, I think this is this important you know, as a business runs and goes for a certain amount of time, it's it's kind of like a multi-layered being an organism and then it develops these scars on the outside. Some of the scars are not so good. It's not the best parts of your business, but it's always the heart is strong and you've got like all these good, strong attributes. You rebrand really basically to peel off those negative layers, those scarred layers to show The heart and the strength and the good part of the business that everyone loves. Mm. I definitely agree. Do do you
3: agree with that? I definitely agree.
2: And I'm not sure. I'm not quite clear yet. Okay. Maybe you you clarify it for me a little bit more.
3: Well, just to add on to what um, he's saying is that you always have to start with why, you know, why do you actually want to do what you do? Why did you start the thing that you did? Um, And I think that's it's come about because that's what i had to do um i hit the ground running and i was just like i'll be whatever you want me to be um Mm -hmm. when i actually had to like hit the brakes and say actually this is why i want to do it hence the whole innovation um and not you know experiential as we kind of started but yeah it is peeling the different layers and kind of getting to the heart of it why why do you exist what do you want to put out to the world
1: I hear two things coming out here, and maybe they're almost the same thing, and it's exactly that. There are layers, and they are going to be scars. Just like when we were younger, when we, we fall down, and we scrape our knees, and we do all sorts of crazy things, and those things scar us as an individual. Your business is a growing individual. It really is. It's, it's something that evolves over time, and sometimes you do very naturally move into something else. Sometimes it's not always a case of... Uh, well, we have to always do this introspection thing. Pritash, you were about to say something?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that your business is a living being. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's the reason why the government says, hey, you can have a separate legal entity for your business because your business lives, it grows, it thrives. And like a living being, it has its positive and negative parts. And sometimes you just want people to focus on the positives.
2: Like anything.
0: Like anything. And if they're only focused on some of the negative stuff or it's there in the corner and you don't want people to notice it anymore, rebranding is a good way and it's a good journey to go through to get people to see a totally new, different business, but still retaining the heritage that has made you so successful.
1: You see, you just did a rebrand. Let's talk very quickly about the maybe three or five, three to five points. That you looked at when you were deciding on this new brand that you were going into So you've actually mentioned one, which yes. is the why Start with the why, exactly Let, Start with why, but let's go a little bit maybe more technical What, what are some of the other aspects that you have to look at?
3: Um, so obviously starting with the why um, and how and what So in, instead of obviously starting with outside in, you start with inside out Yes um, But also just, you know, looking at the need Like what is actually needed in the world? You know what I mean? And you can't just kind of rebrand and do exactly the same as mm. a KFC, for instance. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, but also just staying true to who and, you know, what you are.
1: Um, so uh, let's just break it down. So, a brand is made up of what? Because that's where. I, let, let's quickly go there so to what the consultant would have told us. So, a brand is a, is a logo, is a name, is a culture, is, is a what? I, I, I don't know. I'm,
0: I'm throwing stuff out there. Very technical.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Textbook stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know well,
0: if you want to. Yeah, so, so essentially, you've got to think of a brand. Again, I always tell people if you really want to simplify it, think of a brand as a living, breathing human being. Sure. And in the same way that a living, breathing human being has a name, has a personality, uh, has some key attributes that you associate with that human being itself. A brand is exactly the same. Mm. So it's got the name, it's got the attributes, it's got a personality. Mm. And that essentially, all these different points together, put together, gives you what a brand is. Mm. So let, let quickly, product
1: of the year, mm. uh, I mean, you've got a, a, an annual awards uh, event that you run, yes. which is more than just an event. I mean, it's, a, it's an entire product audit, uh, it, it seems.
0: Is that correct? Am, am I saying it correctly? Uh, that's correct. It's an innovation audit. So yeah. what we go out and do is we actually test these. See, we, we live in a society where a lot of people sometimes launch products not because they're passionate about it, but because it's part of their work plan. So they look at the work plan and, and the manager said, you need to launch a new product because we can generate X, Y, Z amount of revenue out of it. What we do is we go out and test this with consumers and say, you know, these new products that are being launched, do you find that these products are actually adding value to your Mm. life? Are they making your life better? Or do you feel it was just launched because somebody needed to tick a score box so they they could get their bonus at the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we actually test. We test whether these are products that excite people, that make people happy, that say – wow, we're on the right path, and also make us as African consumers feel valued versus our European and American counterparts. I mean, w- whenever I travel, it always scares me the amount of innovation you can get on American shelves or shelves in London. But we want that here as well. Why should those consumers be getting the best innovation? And that's what we do, essentially. We challenge companies and say, bring the best innovation to South Africa.
1: I want to ask you a quick question. How many, um, how many items have you bought in the last six months, maybe that's probably a bit too long, but uh, last six months, where you bought a brand instead of a product,
2: because that's <laughs> an interesting, that's interesting, nice. interesting
1: something that's going on here, uh, because and it's a, maybe a bit of a tussle that goes on. You, you got an that's average product with an average product with a really good brand attached.
2: Gosh, I think also being just a woman, you know, it, it, it's all about that selling, marketing, and the packaging of it all. It might not necessarily shine. No? <laughs> I know everything like glitters isn't necessary, cool. but my question: How often should a business rebrand itself? Is there too much? Is it? Can there be on some? um It needs a, a more d- definite rebranding. Is there? Uh, is there amount of times?
3: I don't think you should. Calculate the times. And I also really don't think you should make things complicated. Do you know what I mean? Like simplicity is key, mm. but you don't want to stay stale. I mean, a company in, let's just say like 1989, still doing the same thing yeah. and we evolve as human beings. Do you know what I mean? Like everything around us changes constantly and quickly. Our consumers are more Technology advance mm. yes. mm-hmm. 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 So, I mean, you have to stay with the times You have to stay relevant mm. um, So if that means you need to kind of rebrand your brand In order to do that, then yes But if not, then, you know, you don't have to Maybe just do things a little bit differently And just just to kind of carry on to that um, that conversation A lot of people think of innovation as technology But actually the core definition is um, You know, just doing something differently. So revolution and transformation. And I think that's the most important thing you need to think about when saying innovation, changing company, et cetera.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, one of the key things I also believe is that you can decide when to rebrand based on something as simple as having a regular innovation audit. And this is like once a year. In the same way that, you know, once a year, we as human beings sometimes will sit down and go, New Year's is coming up. What are my resolutions that I'm going to make? Brand managers and brand owners need to also think about that. Say, even once a year, let me have a look at my brand and let me have a look at things that might not be right. And then you do the slight incremental changes. But then after a few years of doing your in- innovation audit, you may come to a point and go, wow, I've, I've, my consumers moved to such a point. Mm-hmm. But I haven't moved to meet them where they are right Correct, now. Sure. And Correct. in order for me to meet them where like they that. are… I need to change my image, change my messaging. Uh, but reinvention,
2: reinvention. Reinvention.
0: But it's really about constantly, it's awareness. Be constantly aware mm-hmm. of the challenges of the environment, environment and, and innovation that's happening and how you can meet that innovation that's happening. But a rebrand is not a
1: renaming.
0: So, so I, I think we must be very clear yes. about mm. that, right? Because you can, so of course, rename. Yes. But,
1: uh, so, let's go into that a little bit. What you, when you say so much more, what, so what, what, what are you feeling?
2: I mean, it's not just like changing your logo or doing your website. You know what I mean? I think like your employees have to be very aware that the new vision of where, of where you want to go. I think you as the business owner needs to come to a point whereby it is a conscious decision to keep up with the times of what's going around or what, uh, with the external factors. And that's more than just changing your logo or just changing your name. You know what I mean? It's it's from the inside out. And I think did I most, answer that? Okay, yeah. But I think the most important thing is
3: that you're changing mindsets, and that is the most difficult thing that anybody can do. Correct.
2: Um, I mean, like somebody. Do we need to hire? Mm, do we need to hire experts to rebrand?
3: Sometimes you actually you think don't. So? It really depends on. You know, the scale of things If it really is And also like the person that's communicating it as well Do you know what I mean? You need to get people's buy-in Specifically your employees
1: it that specifically,
3: are Specifically, yes uh, Kind of like, you know, sending the message out to whomever You know, your whole consumer audience, etc, cetera, etc cetera.
1: I'm going to jump in very quickly I think just to answer that very specific question If you, if you have just employed a brand manager It's probably not good to get a consultant for the <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the wrong thing to do <laughs> um, but uh, can, can, can we go into a little bit of, of what it actually means to rebrand then? So it's not renaming. What is it? Uh, wh- what are we trying to do? So there's, a percep- there's an element of changing perception, yes. a changing mindset, of you, as you've spoken about. Mm. How do we do that? Let's not you know, go around this fluffy edge the whole time. Let's get into it. How do you actually do it? What are we addressing? What do you address first? Pr- Pritesh, yeah. y- you want to
0: rebrand re- uh, product of the year. What's the first thing you look at? I would firstly look at my target consumers. Who are my loyal consumer base? Firstly, who are the people who are sticking with me? And then who are the people that I have not reached? Because because what, yeah, what you mm. need to do is keep the people loyal. But yes. also there are certain people who just do not identify with you. And, ident- and understanding why those people do not identify with you will then give you some sort of indication as to what you need to understand about them. What are some of those elements that you can incorporate in your brand?
2: So, P, you still want to keep your core... Consumers.
0: Yes, Never I mean those are people.
2: It. Those are people. Start with you from the beginning. Yeah,
0: look, cost of
1: acquisition is high, eh? so <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want to lose <laughs> them. Yeah. At the yeah. same
2: time, you want a new reach and you target market. So yeah.
0: yes. Yeah. So it's about spreading future s-
2: CEOs. I'm thinking, where can we where, where can we go, Gary? Okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's about spreading that, and also, so once you've actually looked at your loyal consumer base, then you look at the competitive environment that you're in. So have a look at it. How do you actually stack up versus your competitors out there? Are you a challenger brand? Are you somebody who's challenging the market leader? Are you the market leader who finds that there are other people coming after you?
1: Are you, are you mm. a niche leader in a particular a market? Uh, I think is also a, a very, very important… What does that mean? Well, well, sometimes we look at a market leader and we look at a very, very big brand, maybe like Apple or a Google, yeah. and they've got a particular um, monopoly, it almost feels like, <laughs> over a market, but you produce a very, very good handset. And so then you become Samsung. Um, but of course oh,
0: maybe, maybe a mi like a Xiaomi mi for example okay, fine.
1: yes 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 yeah, yeah i th- i mean samsung i was think- thinking back so when it. they when they started and then they become something etc etc etc. I hope that. I it.
2: don't think that answered my anything. <laughs> anyway, you guys are way too smart. This is way above my pay grade. I tell you, Gareth.
1: We're kind of connected. <laughs> <Clearly>, I am <laughs> like, oh my God,
2: what's happening? Maybe I think Pritish <laughs>
1: is being very kind and trying to connect with us. Thank
0: you very much. <laughs> tell us more, British
2: no. Tell us more. We're loving we're loving your yes, conversation. So, yeah.
0: so having a look at your competitive environment will help you because it will decide. You can then decide where you want to compete. You know, w- one of the most dangerous things are lots of brands do is they put up this little slide and they have like a tick box it goes here's me and i and i offer all these 10 attributes here's my competitors they only offer like nine and and let, let me say that i will offer one more that's that's a wrong mindset a lot of brands are looking to compete based on offering more things versus a competitor mm. and what this allows you to do when you do this order to rebrand is to identify most importantly what is your competitive advantage? What is that stickiness about your product and your brand that allow people to stick with you, and will and then invite and entice other consumers to come to you as well? And it's not necessarily about just competing with your competitors.
1: Okay, so we've got we've got look out into the world, look at the the consumers. What else? What else do we look at?
3: You know what? Like, I, and I hear what you're saying, and it's it's amazing. You definitely should do that. But I also feel like it's not a textbook type of thing if you want to rebrand you really have to look at you and your story you know nobody can tell your story the way that you do you know and that is the communication that you're you're putting out there you need people to that's why i keep saying start with the why you need people to believe in what you believe in order to immerse them into a brand take for instance apple right we could buy cell phones anywhere do you know what I mean? Samsung, there's Nokia, et cetera, et cetera. Why do, why do you buy into Apple? You believe in what they believe. They go against the system quo. They do things differently. They have a lifestyle that you want to kind of fall into, you know?
0: Which I agree, but it's you know that's also the next part of that evolution, which mm-hmm. is culture. But once you have to identify who you are first, only once you understand who you are as being then can you put it out there and therefore it's as part of the rebranding journey it is you're right that's part of culture but culture is an evolution that comes from understanding your competitive environment the people who use you what you stand for and then only when you understand that then you're able to communicate it i mean nothing is as scary as being a schizophrenic brand who doesn't understand uh, who you are yeah yeah,
2: Yeah. true what is the best rebranding stories you've
0: ever heard Ooh. So so one of the best rebranding stories that yeah, I saw man. was the rebranding yeah, of man. algae from Gold Star. A lot of people and it's so good yep, that yep, lots of people will yep. not even remember. I'm it. like I'm like huh? Exactly. It it was, worry, and I are on the same oh page my again.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> tell us tell us sorry, anyway, sorry, yeah. Sorry. So
0: so this was different because they did a whole name change as well. So it wasn't just about an image change or anything like that, but they they changed the entire name, which was a very risky move. So there was this brand called Gold Star that was out there uh, and they were playing in electronics environments and they did everything else and they decided to move into a new brand called Algae which was... Part of their brand already. I think LG is the Korean name for Gold Star in some way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look it up. I, that. That. I forget what it is, but it stands for something. It yeah. stands for something as well. And they were able to successfully… Oh, life's good, I think. Life's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. LG, yeah. LG. Yeah. 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 So so they were able to successfully execute that while still keeping their loyal consumer base and adding more people to that. I thought it was a great story. Smart. Successful,
2: yeah. successful. Mm.
0: A rebrand story Or a branding story That
1: you're just Too impressed with Or mm, over Because mm. uh, uh, look I don't think any of us Do things in isolation It's obvious that we don't Do things in isolation So there are things That we're going to mirror We're going to see We're going to like You have gone through A rebrand Who are you rebranding In the form of Who, who what, bra- what brands Do you look up to
3: um, A lot would be so I, I think we were talking outside and um, my company is based in the shared economy model. Um, and that means really outsourcing absolutely everything. So the people or the companies that have done that are your Uber and your Airbnb. Mm. So what I've done is I've taken that into an agency format. And I think just that structure of working, including everybody, instead of working in isolation, mm. um, I think is a, is a brilliant thing. And it's just it's so logical when you really think about it. Um, it also really just helps the economy.
1: Like, <laughs> what, what's, what, what's interesting about what you say is that core to your brand can also be your operation. Uh, and we must never n- not look at our operational side of our business mm-hmm. when we're looking at rebranding as well. Because, again, there's a story there that you
0: can tell, right? Mm. Yes. And I'm going to get technical as well because this is, this is important as well, is that a lot of businesses do not realize as they go through their journey, they in- – they, they get debt. So in the same way that you start up your business, you take a loan and then you, that loan sits and it gains interest. A lot of people don't realize that you also have management debt which is where you make certain decisions in terms of the management of the business and and you cut a few corners, but that gains incrementally over time. Then there's also your technical debt where you gen decide, it's used generally in software, but it's in terms of the technology you use within your business. If you're not scaling up and you're not looking at your business and trying to bring in better technology on a regular basis, you incur that as well. And then finally, it's it's the marketing debt, that brand image debt that you have. And that is if you're not investing behind your brand image mm. and growing it, over a period of time, you actually contribute to the erosion of your image. Correct. Become outdated. You become outdated and you become irrelevant. Oh, yeah. that is yeah. the worst yeah. word irrelevant, you can use. Yeah.
2: That's the word. That is, actually got goosebumps, irrelevance.
1: Yeah. What's so interesting about this idea of irrelevance is that so often we, we would look at irrelevance um, in isolation, being a technical aspect of a business, but actually it's a very very much associated with your brand um, and then this rebranding conversation. Libby, have you ever rebranded yourself?
2: I know. I have, that's a great question. I know I've reinvented myself. I've know, I know I've reinvented my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time to rebrand myself.
1: Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Re- reinvented, definitely. I um, and I, I, and you know what? That's why I asked the question, when do you know is the good time or the perfect time all the time to rebrand because I reinvented my brand was because I had to find new avenues Actually, I've answered my own question. <laughs> I go
1: to, on. I no, go answered on, go my own on.
2: question. Um, the fitness came in from being…
1: But you, you, had, to, you had to find new ways. I had ways to find
2: you To survive.
1: Okay, new revenue, revenue Yes, to channels, survive.
2: Correct. Right? Okay. Okay. So I've answered my own question. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks,
1: guys. Perfect. It yeah. was, it was uh, osmosis. No, uh, that, that's what, what's getting us, getting us through. Oh, no, very good. Look, we are running out of time. There are a couple of minutes left. Let's maybe go around the studio and give our final gems… to. Our future CEOs community, so they're listening. They, I mean, they certainly must have been getting the it value out of this conversation that we have. Um, but let's let's top it. Let's put a, put a cherry on the top.
3: Mm. Um, sure, I would say, and I'm. I think we're. Quite the compatible couple, um, because I'm more airy fairy and experience and all of that. And he's very, which is
0: very
1: important, which is a very important part of (laughs) it. Yes. Yeah.
3: Um, but I'm going to come again with airy fairy, but, um, what I would say is that you need to stay true to yourself. There's been a lot of, um, situations where, you know, people are pulling me left, right, center. Um, you know, you're not sure which way to go. I really think you need to definitely stay true to yourself, but also, um, don't be afraid to take risks. You know, um, and there's a there's a quote that goes, uh, "Those people who take the biggest risks make the biggest difference," and Very I feel nice. like people need to strive to be that difference and to be that change. Love
0: yeah. it, yeah. love it. Great. I think from my side, if anyone's listening to this, I'd say you know, spend. An hour, just if if you're a brand owner, out there, sit out there and think about your brand and what your brand stands for, the journey it's come from, and it'll help you understand whether you need to rebrand at this stage. Mm. Uh, also important, and I, and I think for a lot of business owners, just to take from what you said, it's important that you realize that your brand and yourself are two separate people. So you mm. build your brand separately from your own image. And the reason that's important is someday when you come to an exit strategy, whether that's you know, a listing on the JSC or whether you decide to sell or whether... Whatever that may be, mm. it's easy for you to separate and understand that you're not too vested in this. Mm. But this is about a business that you want to make thrive and succeed out there. Yeah,
1: you know, it's such an interesting question or an in- interesting point. What is your brand value and what's the business's brand value? And if, if you can't separate, separate the two that's uh, or, a great point. or your value is higher than your brand's value, your business's brand value, you're going in a real, real sticky situation. Especially
0: if it's a personality cult. As soon as it's a personality cult… You mm-hmm. can't sell your business.
2: What do you mean a personality field?
0: Uh Where the brand, uh, where the business brand and your brand are so closely linked that it's not possible to separate it. That's
2: a very, very hot topic. Mm. I love that. That will be something we must talk about.
1: Okay, um, Patricia, coming back to speak about yeah, personality cult. love, personality. That. Great. love <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Ruby, you, you in the previous show you looked like you were content. I been grateful. I Here just i so blown
2: away. Um, we never want to be irrelevant. We never want to be relevant.
1: I know. No, very, very well said. Um, and you, me. Armstrong. Mm. Um, I think that as I've been listening here, it's a case of, of being able just to find out where exactly we are as future CEOs. And so uh, I mean, just an audit of sorts, I guess. And it, it started in the previous conversation, just finding feet. And I think that that's the the right place to go is go where you are. Or, or, I'm not saying this very well, am I? Go back. To where you currently are, Mm. and then start building from there to the brand that you want to be. Just take it slow, take it easy. Um, And I think that's our message for for all of you. Take it easy. Take it easy. Go and have a good weekend. We will see you same time, same place next week. Thank you very much, guys. It
2: was good to have you in studio.
1: You're
0: the best,
2: both of you. Love you. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com. CliffCentral.com.